welcome to Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald. Hey, that's me. Hi, and welcome to Positive Talk. Our show features the best positive stories and people from around the globe as we endeavor to answer the universal question of why am I here and what is my purpose? Understanding that can change everything and knowing your greatness is fundamental to living your best life. So join us right now as together we work to create the adventure of our lifetime. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald. We've got a, a very interesting show for you today. It's kind of out of the norm for what we do, but um, I got in contact with these folks because my uh, beloved of my uh, executive producer, he is a rally racer. And I became enthralled with the idea of rally racing because of all the things that go into it that I had no idea that went into it and how difficult it is and how dangerous it can be if it's not handled correctly. And one of the places on the planet where you can go to learn how to do it safely and to be, and to have some classes and they've got a place and it's right up here in Washington state in Snoqualmie. And uh, so I wanted to talk to a representative of them. That's her. That's her right there. Her name is Josie Reimer, uh, or Rimmer, excuse me. And uh, I keep thinking Rim, Rim, Rim. And, and she is uh, a re the representative. She's also the daughter of the big boss. Um, but uh, she is a, a, uh, uh, a really cool person in her own right. And she's got a program coming up that one of the reasons that we wanted to have her on now is because she's got a women focused program that's coming up and we're going to be talking about that as well. But first of all, Josie, I have to say, I love your name. Um, and I, by the way, I love your dog's name too, which is also Josie. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You can see her tucked in behind me down there. Um, yeah. she's fast asleep. She's clearly working really hard. She uh, is a rescue. We rescued her when she was six years old. That was already her name. It, we decided it was a sign and it was too late to change it. So, Yep. No, that's that's you know, the, she was used to that. And and now when somebody calls you, she comes and they want and like you said, they want to see her more than they want to see you anyway. It's fair. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Well, you know, I didn't know I'm I'm not a car guy, I admit. I've got I've got other interests, but uh um getting behind the wheel of a high performance vehicle and driving around that just scares me to death. So um but I'm glad that there's a place where people can go to learn how to do it safely. And tell us a little bit about uh Dirtfish Rally School and where it came from and what you guys do and the programs you offer and how it can be beneficial to someone to if they're going to do this type of road racing or even if you want to you know learn how to drive in the snow or drive in the dirt or or the gravel or whatever this is a great place for you to learn how to do that so explain to us where did first of all dirtfish really where did that come from well, a little bit of a roundabout answer there, which is for those who don't know what rally is, um, 
you know, you think of race cars, you think of any type of uh, any type of popular motorsport, and you're thinking of a track. You're thinking of a closed circuit, much like Formula One or a NASCAR track, where you're driving the same thing on the same material over and over again. Rally is not like that. Rally takes place in the middle of the woods, most of the time on old logging roads. Um, and essentially, the fun way to say it is that Rally is driving fast and sideways in the middle of the woods. So um, there's absolutely no controlled surface. You can be going from mud to dirt to snow to gravel to pavement, all within the, the course of one stage. So we really, really train the art of sliding, the art of getting the car loose a little bit, um, because not only is that going to make you a faster rally driver, but like you mentioned, it also is going to help you be a better driver through and through. So the name Dirtfish, I know we get that question a lot. Um, and it's, I, I wish I had a really awesome story for you, but the truth is that if you're in the sky and you're looking down at a rally car, uh, at their fishtailing in the dirt. So we paid a lot of money to, to, to fancy marketing people for that name. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it makes some pretty good sense. Isn't that amazing? It's like, you could have come up with that all by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if they'd just given me a few more days, but you know, I was 12 at the time, so they didn't ask me. And, um, <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to then explain. So Dirtfish Rally School, we opened here in Snoqualmie in 2010. We're about 30 minutes east of Seattle. Um, and we opened as a full service rally school. So we've been very lucky to be partnered with Subaru. We've got a full flute, a full fleet of Subaru STIs and BRZs. So the all wheel drive or the rear wheel drive, you get to choose your drivetrain. And then we offer programs anywhere from a half day, a one day, a three day, private programs, corporate programs, pr bachelor party, pretty much anything that you can dream of. And we see drivers who have never driven a manual before all the way to professional competitors um, on the global scene. So we've got 315 acres of old Weyerhaeuser lumber mill property out here. And uh, we'll take you through everything you need to know to, to turn into a rally driver yourself. So let's see. I'm going to have a bachelor party. Am I either going to go, you know, uh, have a lot of uh, alcohol and go to a strip club? <laughs> Or am I going to go to a, I think I would prefer to go to a rally school and learn how to do that because in the vehicles that you have are, are racing vehicles, aren't they? They are. Yep. So we have, I can't tell you all of our secrets, but we've uh, modified the BRZs and the STIs a little bit just to make them uh, even more compatible with the services that we put them on a little more durable, but Subaru has, has built an amazing platform. Um, these, these vehicles, both the STI and the BRZ, are, are naturals uh, in the rally world, uh, in the rally conditions. They're tough, they're durable, they, they're speedy, they're fun, they handle beautifully. So we've been really lucky in the sense that we partnered with a really great brand um, whose baseline product is already a lot of what we needed. But they're, they're fully caged. You know, they've got a roll cage in them. They make some more noise than maybe your streetcar. Um, lots of fun stuff. You know, we're partnered with Hoosier, Motul, Method, all of the all of the brands that can help us amplify the car's abilities even more, too. You know, I drove a, a King County bus for 12 years. Mm -hmm. And so I know that one of the biggest components of driving a bus, people think of, uh, you know, you're driving a bus and you're driving your routes and all that kind of stuff. But there is an entire group 
of individuals that are maintenance and mechanics that you have to have to maintain the buses. Now, I, I can only imagine how many mechanics and and um, quality people that you have in the background, including, I would think, um, uh, body men and and engine guys and and all of that. How many mechanics does it take to do this? We're really lucky. I mean, I know that everyone says that they have the best team in the world. We really have the best team in the world. Um, when you come to Dirtfish, you'll see the up top office, which is where I am right now. Uh, that's where students will start their day in the classroom up here. But if you were looking out of the view that I'm looking at right now, you would see our shop about halfway down the property. And we've got about 12 shop members here. Um, they rotate through. We usually have four or five team members uh, in on any given day of the week. But they have a big job. You know, on, on any standard day, we're running a minimum of five cars. Uh, more often than not, we're running more. Every day, every morning, they have to be prepped. Every day at lunch, they come in for a quick once over and um, and they get cleaned by our awesome detailers. And then at the end of the day, they come in for a full reprep. So at the end of every single day, our shop crew is doing a full reprep. And it doesn't end there in terms of what we have on site. We've also got an amazing course crew and tractor department so that as you're taking your program, if the road's degrading a little bit, if all the gravel's burning up on the outside of your corner there, um, our course crew pulls the grader out, we get it put back together in 10 minutes, and then you're good to go again. So our crew is, is amazingly talented. Um, and, and, you know, at the base of it, we all just love to play with race cars. So can't go wrong. And, and I know this is kind of out of sequence, but, but Mark, who is a rally racer, and he's the one who introduced me to you, mm -hmm. he said that you have a building that you can no longer go in but it is an amazing building that he wanted me to reference and I should have wrote it down, but of course <laughs> I didn't. Uh, so can you, okay. are you aware of what I'm talking about? Yes. It's directly behind my computer as we speak. Um, because this is old warehouser property, we've got several buildings on site that are a hundred years old. Um, we've got the building that I'm sure he's referencing is our planar building which is about 500 feet that way. And it's massive. It was one of the processing buildings for the wood, for the logs when they were coming in. And then behind me over there, we've got a, a smokestack, which actually powered the entire property. So we've got these incredible, incredible structures on our site. They're historic landmarks, which is wonderful. But the challenge is that when something is a historic landmark, um, the rules surrounding whether or not you can maintain it are very, very strict. And we are currently not allowed to do any type of maintenance work to them. So the planar building, um, we used to be able to actually drive the cars through and we would stage for events there. It would be a great waiting area. It's an incredible building. Um, and unfortunately, after the snowstorm a couple of years ago, one of the add-on structures on the side of it is is falling down a little bit. So for everyone's safety, we've had to cordon it off. But yeah, it's it's worth coming out to see even if you don't step foot into a car. So if it's a historical landmark, who who's maintaining it if you're not? Um, in theory, it would be the city. <laughs> and therefore, I will say no more. <laughs> That's all I, I get it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I get it. It's it's one of those budgetary things that just kind of um, is probably the first thing to go. It's a it's a challenge, and it's it's really sad to see. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe we can maybe we can all rally together and and restructure it, but we'll see. So basically, and what your position is is you you work in the office and you kind of make everything go. <laughs> well, I try. <laughs> no, it's not just me. We've got a whole team up here. Um, my official title is that I'm the head of strategy and the woman in motorsport coordinator here. I do also race myself. Um, so those pictures on the wall are both of me racing. Um, I've raced in both stage rally, rally cross, but when I'm here uh, every day, um, you know, no day is the same, but I love my job because I get to work with every single person on this property. Um, you know, we, we ensure that everything's running smoothly. We try to give our employees everything that they need to succeed. Um, try to give our customers the best experience possible, but my heart and soul definitely lies in the Women in Motorsport Initiative, uh, which we launched in 2022. And, you know, that's the part of my job um, that, that gets me the most excited, I would say. Uh, and it's also um, the, the event that you were referencing, our Women in Motorsport Summit, which is coming up on March 2nd. That's the pinnacle of it. That's coming up just in a little bit of time. So um, <laughs> I, I got to ask you, um do you get to when it's a slow day and there aren't very many cars out there do you get to hop in a car and go run around on a, on a good day yes yeah um you know the good news is that we're actually almost oh there she goes she woke up a little bit just to move her face <laughs> my little <laughs> dog um yeah the good news is that we're almost fully booked for most of the year so the seats are full um what i love though is that we have employee practice days once a month so if we have a race car we all get to bring out our own race cars and then we'll get a school car prepped as well uh we actually just had one this past thursday and we get we, we build a really fun course and we get to rip around in our cars yeah it's awesome well that's that's cool and i've got to make sure that everybody understands how this actually works because you're going through the woods and in all kinds of terrain and you're going fast and so you have to have somebody with you yeah. who has been taking notes about all of the turns and the ups and the downs and uh, everything that you need to be aware of so that you can go faster because this, uh, this is a timing event. So it's not head to head racing as I understand it. Correct. It's, it's timing. And so you need to be able to move as quickly as you can. And the only way to get that done, because it's, because you, you're not in control of the situation. It can be dark. It can, it can, it can be raining. It can be snowing. It can be all yeah. kinds of things. And they, and that doesn't cancel the event, does it? No, no. Formula one will hold or cancel for rain. We don't cancel for anything. Um, the rally always, always, always goes on. And that's, you know, if you look at the WRC, the world rally championship, they've got rounds in every type of weather. They just finished a WRC round in Switzerland, excuse me, in Sweden. Um, where they're racing entirely on snow. Um, you know, in a couple of weeks, actually next week, they'll be in Mexico where they are not going to be racing on snow. I mean, just any condition that you can imagine, rally drivers are driving on it. And you touched on co-driving. One of the most essential, I was going to say arguably the most essential, but actually I'm going to stick to my comment. One of the most essential roles within any rally team is the co-driver. And I will be honest with you, 
people think that drivers are a little wild. I think that co-drivers are way more wild for agreeing to sit in the passenger seat with a driver where they have very little control of what the car is going to do, but they're completely responsible for telling you what corner is coming up next. So the day before the competitive rally, we get recce reconnaissance and you get to go out in a non-race vehicle. So um, like we, we drive our, a Ford Escape. So you go out in a non-race vehicle, the driver's driving, co-drivers in the passenger seat, could only go a maximum of 30 miles per hour, but you get to pre-run all of your race roads, all of your stage roads, and every single thing that you're seeing as you're driving, you're calling to your co-driver and they're writing it down so that when you're driving three, four times that recce speed, they're calling it at speed, telling you, okay, three, two, one, rally, 50, right over, you know, right three over crest, caution, hairpin left. You know, they're telling you it's it's like this foreign language and they keep going and going and going. And it's like a constant stream of communication from co-driver to driver so that as you're in the driver's seat with the trees flying past you, not only are you focused on driving and what the road conditions are doing and how the car is feeling and maybe your brakes feel a little wonky and whatever the case is, you're listening to your co-driver who's warning you, hey, you know, in 200 meters, there's a hairpin left coming up break you know that tells you you better break now so they're the most organized people you've ever met my co-driver michelle miller is incredible and you know you, you touched on it might be nighttime she and i were driving a night stage it was raining of course it was the olympus rally uh we we pulled up to the line it was pitch black but we were fine we had we had our headlights and defrost and everything we start the stage and the defrost completely fails so I can't see anything out of the windshield and it's pitch black and I don't know where I'm going. And my headlights are just reflecting off of the rain. It's raining so hard. And Michelle is fumbling around her seat and I'm wondering what she's doing. I'm like, she's still calling notes. And all of a sudden she pulls out our caution triangle and a rag and she unfolds the caution triangle. You can make it into a straight line. She puts the rag on top, shuts one end and starts wiping the inside of the windshield right in front of me. While she's calling notes, while we're driving on a pouring rain night stage, she's wiping my window so that I can see something, so that I know where I'm going. I mean, just amazing. <laughs> and I was gonna ask you about this because they have their own language. Yeah. So it's, it is a design so that um, you bo both you're communicating, but you there's a whole language that you have to learn because if you don't, someone like me would say, you know, you need to turn on, on no, it's over <laughs> here. And, and if that happens, yeah, you're done. Then you're done. And so th there's a real precise language that they use. Is that right? It's, it's very correct. Yeah, that's correct. Um, and every driver and co-driver end up developing their own, their own language. So, you know, the, the sort of classic numerical scale that you'll use when you're communicating pace notes is one through six, where one is a hairpin and six is your, your widest um, corner angle. Um, and then there's all these other words that work differently for different people. So like for me, I can only hear the word off camber in very certain situations or instead of, um, you know, we have different words for different levels of crests. So um, you know, a little, 
a little dip is is a little dip a little a, a, but a crest is like i can't see over that crest it's a blind crest i don't know and there's a whole scale from from little to big um and you know it's just different for everybody and then some drivers as they get more advanced really enjoy a more detailed and sort of meticulous scale so they'll actually use a one through ten system where essentially the degree at which they're turning their wheel is associated with a number from one through 10. So it's different for everybody. Once, you know, the relationship between driver and co-driver becomes incredibly important. Um, and eventually you kind of can just hear it and have it process without what we would identify as consciously listening. It's really interesting. By the way, we're talking with Josie Reimer. Rimmer. 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 <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it before we're done. I promise. <laughs> a really quick 30 second break. And we're going to be right back after this. And then I'm going to ask her who gets to pick which seat you're in? Is it is it the driver or the or the uh passenger, or do they switch it off? Or or we'll talk about that when we come back. They have your eyes, they have your ears, they have your smile. Now all they need is a little more of your time. Make a difference in your child's life, because anyone can be a father. It takes time to be a dad. And welcome back to Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald. We're talking with Josie Rimmer. She is the <laughs> I told you I did. <laughs> she represents Dirtfish uh, Rally School. And this is a school out in Snoqualmie that uh, it's a great big place. It's got lots of people, lots of activity. And you get to learn how to drive a rally car, uh, which is I got to believe if you are into such things, it, it's got to be the funnest thing in the world unless you crash because I could just see my, my co-pilot going, look out, and that was the end of that. But I got to ask you, now you've got the drivers and then you've got the, the co-pilot. The, the co what do you call them? Co-drivers. Co-drivers. Who gets to decide who's going to do what? People People like what they like. I mean, you know, for me, I could never be a co-driver because I get way too car sick as a passenger and I love to drive. But, you know, people will enter into the sport with no desire to be a driver. They, they enter into the sport wanting to be a co-driver. And like I mentioned, it takes a very specific skill set to be a successful co-driver. Um, you know, Rhiannon and Alex Gelsomino, two of the U.S.'s top co-drivers, period, um, they run a co-driving course here at Dirtfish, and they have their own school, Oz Rally Pro. Uh, but a couple times a year, they'll run a, a program with us, and people go to them exclusively to learn how to be a co-driver. So you don't switch when you're on a rally. You don't switch. The driver is a driver. The co-driver is a co-driver. But there are some folks that do both. You know, we have some instructors here uh, at Dirtfish who drive and co-drive. But on any given rally weekend, you don't switch roles. You, you stick to your role. Seems to me to be a co-driver, you have to be quick mentally. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're some of the sharpest people I know, the most organized people I know. Um, you know, and I'm I'm really lucky because Michelle, my co-driver, Michelle Miller, 
not only is she an incredible co-driver, but she's also a senior instructor here at Dirtfish. So, you know, I'm fairly new to the racing environment, to the stage rally environment. And she's not only able to keep on track with all of the notes all the time at speed, she's also able to feel my driving. And we can actually talk through that on transits. And, and you know, she'll say, trust yourself a little more on the brake on those long ones. You know, you can you can keep the throttle down for longer, stuff like that. So the more you get to know your co-driver, the more you can kind of um, push each other uh, based on what you're learning. How fast do these things go when you're in a competitive racing situation? I saw a film that, that um, the Matt showed us, and, and it was like there were trees on the left, trees on the right. It was like 10 feet uh, of road across. Like it wasn't even wide enough for two cars. Yeah. And, and there were trees on each side. I can just imagine myself wrapping myself up around a tree really fast. How fast do these things go? The top cars are probably hitting 130-ish, 120. Um, but a lot of the time, hang on, that's on like a really long stretch, right? Well, a straight line. But a lot of the time, you don't. it's not about pure speed because if you're in the middle of the woods, and you're flying over a crest and your next corner is a hairpin, there's no way you're taking that at 100 miles per hour. You're slowing right down. So it really, really varies. You know, rally is a lot less about pure speed and a lot more about skill, um, adaptability, communication. Um, and let me tell you, when you're sliding on gravel in the middle of the woods, it feels like 300 miles per hour. <laughs> um, well, now this I do know, or at least I think I know, that uh, when when cars are um, quote unquote set up for a, a, a track, um, they're they're set up to do certain things like their suspension may be tight or loose depending upon where they are. But if you're going across different types of terrain, doing different things at different speeds, how the hell do you set the car up? Yeah, it's a great question, um, and that's something that. You know, when you talk about driver's preferences and when you talk about adapting to certain weather patterns or, or material or what or surfaces that you're going to be driving on, you can change that. Um, but generally speaking, I mean, this car, the BRZ behind me, the sunset picture has like 12 inches of travel or something crazy. Um, but you just you figure out what is the most durable. That's the first thing, right? Because on a rally weekend, you're going over so many different kinds of surfaces that could break your car. Um, the giant rocks, the boulders, the tree stumps, whatever it is, you know, you're seeing elements that could absolutely break your car. So above all else, the focus is definitely on having a durable car. Now, now you said now that I knew that there would be some terms that you'll use that I need to, because somebody's going, huh, what'd you say? Uh, when you said uh, 12 inches of travel, what is that? Mean? So oh. if you watched my car, go over a little bit of a jump, you would see the body of the car raise up, even though the, the wheels are still touching the ground, wheels and tires are still on the ground. Um, basically, it's that like almost levitating imagery. Um, and my car has a lot of travel so that when you're dealing with the rugged roads of rally, um, it, it, it stays fairly sturdy and stable. But you don't ever want to bottom out. Would that be correct? Correct. But we do, all the rally cars are equipped with skid plates underneath. So we're fairly protected. Um, 
in a perfect world, you wouldn't, but you know, when you're going over a jump and then you land in a, in a, in a stream, sometimes you can't avoid it. <laughs> that actually happens. Yes. I have a video of it. <laughs> but let me just say though, if you're going to come to Dirtfish, we've pulled those consequences away. So Dirtfish is entirely safe um, for you to, to, to have your very first rally experience. We are not going to put you in a car that's capable of going 130 miles per hour, and we're not going to put you on the edge of a 500-foot cliff. We're not going to do any of that. Um, at Dirtfish, we have incredibly safe conditions. You're always in the car with one of our professional instructors. The cars are equipped, equipped with everything you could possibly need. Um, but here's the safest environment to learn that car control and that understanding of, of what to do when the vehicle slides out. So you have got instructors that will go and be in that seat, that secondary seat mm -hmm. with a brand new driver yes. and they'll teach them and they're with them all the time. Is that right? Correct. Do your uh, instructors all have a drinking problem? <laughs> I'll tell you what, at the end of the day, if I survived um, <laughs> the, these people that were driving, I would need a good cold one to, to make it through. And that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, no, we're very lucky. Our instructors, they have to be a very, very specific type of, of person. Not only are our instructors really talented drivers, it's rare that you find a really talented driver that also is okay in the passenger seat. And not only are our drivers okay in the passenger seat, they are the most adaptable people I've met. I mean, they, they see anywhere from two to six students any given day, and they have to adapt to every single one of those students, learning types, driving ability, experience, um, everything. And, you know, we all process information differently. So they have to be completely present all day, every day um, for everyone's safety and for their learning experience. And I apologize because I'm hearing my dog snoring. So I'm sorry if that's coming no, through. <laughs> that's not coming through at all. And and bless her heart. I'm glad she's that she's resting comfortably. She's the best. She deserves it. <laughs> exactly. By the way, we're talking with Josie Rimmer. I said it right, didn't I? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and she, she works at uh, Dirtfish Rally School. And it, it's a really cool facility out in uh, Snoqualmie. We need to take a quick break, but she's got an event coming up that's uh, happening in uh, March 2nd, I think is what you said. Yes. And uh, this, we're going to talk about that and how that came to be. And um, it's all on, it's all designed for women to, uh, to, to go there and well, we'll talk about it, but it's, <laughs> A, a, a women-centric thing, which I think is really cool, especially for a rally uh, car company. So we're gonna do, we'll be right back. You're listening to Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald. You're listening to Brushwood Media Network, the best in syndicated talk, news, and entertainment shows. Last week, Brandon met a girl on a dating app. One day after work, he finally found the courage to ask her out. No answer. He started to panic. Was he being too pushy? Maybe it was too... Hey, sorry I didn't respond. I was driving. I would love to go on a date. How does tonight sound? Brandon tried to play it cool, but inside he knew. A girl so smart, so responsible. She must be a keeper.
uh, or positive talk with Kevin McDonald. That's the one. And uh, we're talking with Josie Rimmer. She is a race car enthusiast. She works at uh, at Dirtfish Rally School. Um, got a question for you before we go into the women's side of things, because uh, my friend Matt is actually listening. And uh, <laughs> what's the next rally that you're going to be driving at, Josie? Oh, my gosh. Hi, Matt. <laughs> um, thanks for making the connection, Matt. Um, what is the next rally I'll be driving at? Well, I have some bummer news, which is that, um, unfortunately, I have to get a three-part hip surgery that starts at the end of March, and I am trying not to think too hard about it. But, unfortunately, that means I won't be equipped to uh, sit in a race car for a little while. So, at least for the f first six months or so after surgery, I'm a little bit out of the game. Um, but as soon as I can be back in the driver's seat, I will be for sure. Now, is, is this, I, I don't want to pry too much, but is this a, because I've had two, both of my hips replaced. Yeah. Um, is this a hip replacement or is this a, a repair? It's the alternative to a hip replacement. So it's called a PAO. Uh, it's a three-part surgery. They repair the labrum and then essentially reconfigure my hip structure with my own bone. Uh, and then screw it all in with a bunch of screws, and then they take all that stuff out six months later. So, um, yeah, that's that's going to be one of those things, just from personal experience, that the jostling back and forth is going to yeah. be uh, a problem for a while. But <laughs> but uh, yeah. I I hope that uh, it goes smoothly and uh, everything is easy and it is done for you, and and you get to take some time off so that you and Josie the dog yes. can have a nap in the afternoon together. You can see I've got my therapy dog already. So at least all set there. All set there. <laughs> exactly. Now, you started something there a couple of years ago that I want to talk about. What did you start? Yes. In 2022, we launched our Women in Motorsport initiative. Uh, it started by converting a couple of our driving programs to be all women's. And funny enough, we launched the first all women's program. And before we even had time to market it, it sold out. It was sold out in like 20 minutes. So we had another one and added another one and added another one. And every time they sold out completely. So in March of 2022, we suddenly had four all women's programs on the calendar that were incredible. But we were looking at that month, knowing it's International Women's History Month and knowing that we wanted to do something bigger. So we launched, well, after a lot of thought, <laughs> we came up with our inaugural Women in Motorsports Summit. So at that event, we did a lunch with the pros, we did a panel, and then we did a big celebration where everything was female owned. At that event, we saw about, we were expecting about 75 people in attendance and we saw 150. Wow. We ran it again last year with our panels, our big women owned celebration. If there are any rally fans on the, you know, listening to this, Michelle Mouton joined us last year, arguably the most successful female driver ever globally. Um, Michelle Mouton joined us, Pernilla Solberg, Rhiannon Gelsomino. We had an incredible lineup. We live streamed it. And um, last year we were expecting about 250 people in attendance and we saw almost 500. So plus 4,000 people on the live stream. So we're growing really rapidly. Um, we're coming up to our third annual summit, which I am so excited about. And we've got Michelle Mouton coming back to join us again, which is the biggest, most wild dream that I ever could have imagined. 
She's joining us. Pranilla Solberg's joining us again. This year, we also have Bex Williams, who is the lead commentator for the World Rally Championship Live. We've got amazing drivers from all over the world. We've got Michelle Abate. We've got Vanessa Ruck. We've got India Erbacher. These are drivers from all disciplines. Um, and our focus is not only on, on elevating drivers, right? The premise of the summit is not only to give women the platform, but to give women the microphone. And we want to hear from everybody in the, in the motorsports space. So whether that's drivers, co-drivers, mechanics, techs, media, marketing, anyone within the realm, our goal is to lower the barrier to entry because let's be honest, motorsport is a hard world to get into. And if you don't have family or friends that are already involved, it can feel impossible to get a foot in the door. So we're, that's the premise of this event. Uh, we want to be the introduction to motorsport. And even if you're not a motorsport enthusiast, if you're not a car person per se, it doesn't matter. This event is about elevating women, listening to women's stories, inspiring each other, networking with each other. Um, and what I love about this year is that we're actually launching rally workshops as well. So after our first two panels, we'll have a how to get into rally as a driver, as a co-driver and as a mechanic uh, workshop. And um, we've got some incredible local competitors that are gonna come in and speak on those workshops. And it's just gonna be amazing. Why do you think it is that that it has taken off like it has? Are, are, is this so unique that there is no other place in the world where women can go and, and be celebrated like this? I think, well, the beauty of rally and of all forms of driving <clears throat> is that the car knows no gender. There is no physical benefit to being of any gender in a race car. Once you put on the helmet, you're just driving and you are judged on whether you're the fastest driver. Maybe in American football, there's a benefit to being a male, um, but not in rally. So <laughs> I think, no, absolutely. There are female drivers all around the world. There are women in these roles all around the world. The problem is that we're not hearing about them. You know, when I started at Dirtfish, I started at the front desk and then I wanted to try writing. And when I started writing, I couldn't find articles about women anywhere. So that was, I said to David Evans, our head of media, I said, I will only be writing about women in motorsport because I couldn't find it. So it's absolutely happening everywhere. There are female drivers, co-drivers, techs, support crews everywhere, but nobody's talking about it. We don't hear about it. And so young girls are surprised when they see a woman in the driver's seat. And that's, that's what we need to stop. Who do you think... <laughs> oh boy, I'm opening up my can myself to a can of worms. Who do you think? Now you you said it doesn't matter. Being, the gender doesn't make a difference. But mm -hmm. does strength matter? Does quickness matter? Does uh, your how fast you process in your brain? Are those things more important than uh, the gender that the that the individual is? Absolutely. I mean, yes. What matters is an ability to process very quickly. What matters is a desire to be fast. What matters is, a is an ability to stay calm under scary, to be honest with you, in scary circumstances. Um, all of these skills that are non-gender specific. So I have as good a shot, you know, if I, if I wanted to, a good a shot as anyone. Um, you know, it, it, it hurts my heart when I go to rally events 
whether I'm as a driver or going with the media crew, however I'm traveling to a rally. And it breaks my heart when a young girl walks up to me and says, girls can do this too. You know, in one, on the one hand, I'm so glad that they're seeing it. But on the other hand, it's made very clear very quickly that the door is shut to young women at a much, much younger age and much more frequently than it is for young men. If, if a young boy came up to you and said, I want to be a race car driver, you would entertain it. That would be a viable option for him. Um, but you don't even hear it from young girls because consciously or not, they've already, that, that hasn't been provided as an option for them. Now, do you suppose, and this is probably getting a little bit more political than we should, but do you suppose that it's because of number one, that's always, it's always been a man driven thing. And, and also that, uh, um, men, because it's been a man driven thing, they're in charge. And so consequently, they kind of make it more difficult for women to participate and and to get to that level and to get the support that they need. I think that there are probably hundreds of contributing factors to why the sport world, broadly speaking, is where it's at today. Um, Think about big American sports that are male dominated. Think about the capacity that women are, and I'm doing air quotes, allowed to exist in. It's a very, very narrow opportunity window. Our job as an organization that understands that rally does not require any type of physical advantage that one gender may have over the other, our job is to show people that the world exists. Our job is to change the narrative of how you can exist within a space, you know, that you can actually be the mechanic that's that's in the middle of the night out there wrenching on the car. Um, you don't just have to be, you know, the the one with the microphone. And and you know, I think to tackle how did it get this way is a is a, um, a question that can take us back, you know, centuries. But, you know, there's no need for it anymore. There's no need for the line of thought of, you know, this woman can't do this uh, because we've proven them wrong thousands of times and we'll just keep doing it. So, In our opening, we talk about um, knowing your greatness. And one of the, one of the things that I've been, it's been rattling around in my head quite a little bit and with that statement, knowing your greatness is that a lot of times people are brought up not knowing their greatness because they're told they aren't mm-hmm. or they're told they can't. Yep. They're told that's not appropriate yep. or that, oh, come on, you should be in the kitchen baking mm-hmm. and not running around at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And, and in order to know your greatness, you have to get through that. And that's why it is, I, I'm really, first of all, I'm very proud. I haven't had the opportunity to meet you yet, but I'm very proud of you you. for putting this together because it needs to happen at that level where you can help people know their greatness. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what we're doing, right? Like, and, and just to mention, it's not just me by any means here. We have an incredible team of men and women and you know, the, the, the non-men that are helping with this initiative, like, I mean, this whole crew is just powerhouses. 
you know, Matt, who's maybe if he's still listening, who has likely met a lot of our Dirtfish um, employees, he, he knows. Anyone that's been through our doors knows how great our Dirtfish crew is. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, we've got team members that have been doing this long before I showed up. You know, Michelle Miller has been fighting the good fight for ages. Um, but right now, it feels like there is a momentum building in the motorsport community as a whole that is ready for us to to show up um and i think that broadly speaking as women in the sport as non-men in the sport uh we have to pull up a seat to the table whether or not we're invited to it um you know we all we will do all we can do to change the representation is to keep showing up uh and if it means that we have to work harder then again we'll continue to do that too and it's unfortunate, but that's what it's going to take, I'm afraid. We're used to it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll bet you you are. <laughs> I, I know I know. Matt is still listening. By the way, if you want to go find out more about uh, Dirtfish, uh, the rally school, you can go to drive.dirtfish.com, and they've got all the information there. You can see the pretty cars that they run around in and 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 the groups and how to get how to how to get there and and stuff like that and by the way if you don't live if you live anywhere in the world they have people that travel around the world mm -hmm. to come to this particular facility because it's world class yeah. and it can, you can get something here that you may not be able to get anywhere else uh, am i am i wrong in that i like the way you said that <laughs> and so you can and there are hotels nearby they, and they have struck a deal with them to get you a good rate yep. uh, so you can come here for three days have a have a lot of fun and learn a lot and have kind of and have a three-day bachelor party i can't imagine anything more fun than that or bachelorette party Women. yeah there you go <laughs> which is a which would be a really good thing as well and and uh, you, you're listening to uh, positive talk uh, i gotta take another 30 seconds that's it i promise and we'll be right back. A lifetime of savings can disappear overnight. Millions of dollars are stolen every day from unsuspecting older adults by family members, caregivers, and trusted professionals. If you suspect financial exploitation, call the Elder Care Locator at 1-800-677-1116 or go online to the National Adult Protective Services Association to be connected with help in your area. And welcome back to Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald. I'm enjoying, I got to tell you, I'm enjoying the heck out of this show. We're talking with Josie uh, Rimmer, and uh, she's with Dirtfish Rally School. You guys are doing so much. And not only, you know, it's just not running around a track uh, driving a car. You're also working to change people's lives. And, and to give them something that they might not otherwise have an experience like no other. And that, that, that has, does that make you feel good? It's the best part. Um, you know, no matter we, we've seen so many stories of, of folks being changed by their experience here. And it sounds silly, you know, you think, okay, you're going to a rally school, you know, what are you talking about? But we have, We've had students come through the doors who have been in really, really traumatic car accidents. And they've had no ability to get back behind the wheel. Um, they've been completely 
petrified for very good reason of, of getting on the road again. They've come to Dirtfish. We've provided a super, super minimal consequence context. Um, this is literally their first time back in the driver's seat. And by the end of a program with us, they start their process of driving on the road again. We even had one student who actually drove home and that was their first time driving on the road since the accident. So we see those stories. We also see, you know, in our all women's programs, part of what I love is you can genuinely see the difference from the moment that they come through the doors at 7.45 in the morning and by 4 p.m. they come up and it's not only, oh, you know, I, I learned how to, I drove BRZ, you know, it's, hey, I just did that. I just learned a skill that I had no idea how to accomplish this morning. And by the afternoon, I was sliding sideways down tree road, you know, um, it's about the empowerment of, hey, I, I can show up and I can learn and I can do this from my own, from me. Um, so it becomes a lot more powerful than I think people give it credit for. And I'll tell you, like on my very first stage rally, I've I had competed in a bunch of rally crosses. I'm really lucky. I get to drive here at Dirtfish all the time, but everyone warns you stage rally is different and it's emotional. And I was like, well, I'm not a naturally emotion. Isn't really my first, uh, I don't cry. Okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not my first reaction to something. It never has. And I'm not saying that to try to sound tough. I just, I'm, I'm a delayed emoter, all that stuff. I went on my first stage rally. And at the end of my first stage, I was almost sobbing like a baby. And it's something about, I'm, I'm so far at the edge of my limit right now. I am pushing myself so far beyond what I thought I was physically or mentally capable of, despite the fact that I rode horses my whole life, who arguably are scarier because they have a mind of their own, but it's this new, completely overwhelming experience that when you're done at the end of the day, you sit down and you're like, I did that. That was me. You know, we were able to accomplish that. It's, it's a whole new meaning of, of, um, yeah, of, of pushing yourself and of testing your limits and, uh, not getting comfortable. And I will tell you, when you are negotiating through this life and you're looking for ways that you know your greatness, and then you accomplish something that two days before you didn't think you had a shot at being able to do, didn't even think you, you were scared to death of trying to do it, and then you did it, All you, what that does is that proves to you that there's so much in life that today you don't think that you can do yeah. that you can do mm -hmm. and you can do it well if you allow yourself the thought that i can be great at anything exactly and that that is a re that can be a life changing moment for someone in a profound way congratulations i mean i'm again i'm the luckiest person in the world i've got a, a crew of incredible incredible people here that uh, have never for one second doubted that I could do it. Uh, and that means a whole lot more than I think we give it credit for. I, I agree. And, and one of the, and, you know, speaking of the rally cars, I've, I've, I've known Matt now for a couple of years and he's got his own rally car and it's in his garage. And every time I talk to his significant other, I uh, say, what's Matt doing? Oh, he's working on the car. 
isn't he ever going to get done working on the car? He said, well, he does, but he has to go fix it again. The rally car is never done. It doesn't matter if it's perfect. It's never done. <laughs> never. So he he spends all of his time, you know, it's like uh, when he's when he's happy, he goes and works on his car. When he's sad, he goes and works on his car. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter. And uh, but uh, it's it's great fun. And they have a great time together with it. And uh, Holly likes to go and watch it and, and stuff. And I would scare me to death. And it does her, too. But she trusts Matt. And and he's a good driver, and he's got he's got a good co-pilot, so that that makes it all worth work for him. Exactly. And that did he come to the school? Did he take the course in the school, or did he just kind of um, because he is a rally driver that he came out there and and ran, ran around the track? I you have to ask him. <laughs> I can't get him to come Matt, on the radio, dang it. Matt just sent me a, a Facebook message and said, Hey, have you heard of Positive Talk Radio? Here's where you apply. And I said, Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Thanks. <laughs> um, but no, of course he's he's a driver. And and the American Rally Association community, what I love about the American Rally Association community is that the drivers racing that championship are and co all the teams, um, everyone involved. Are, are everyone's a family, you know, um, and everyone says that, but, but it's really true, you know, to the point where if someone's off the road, uh, in a dangerous situation, the next car always pulls over to find out what's going on. If someone needs a part, it, you know, two in the morning, something broke, they need a part to race the next day. There's someone in the, in the service in the, in the pits, that's going to give it to them. Um, you know, I think, and that's the beauty of, of the rally world as well is that, we're all building each other up, you know, no matter what angle you're doing it from. And this was Matt helping to build me up and helping to build Dirtfish and Dirtfish Women in Motorsport up, you know, and, and I, I think that's something that doesn't exist in many other competitive fields, because in a lot of ways, people are out for themselves. In the rally world, um, we tend to celebrate each other in pretty big ways. And that's that is a community. And that you have a sense of community with each other and you appreciate who you are. Now, if somebody wants to come to the event that's coming up on March 2nd, right? Yes, you can head to dirtfish.com. Um, on dirtfish.com, you'll see our media site and you'll see a tab that says WIM, W-I-M, Women in Motorsport. You can click that. It'll take you to the details. Or if you go to the website that you mentioned earlier, drive.dirtfish.com, you'll see a tab there too. Or you can just Google Dirtfish Women in Motorsport Summit. Uh, something will show up. Registration is live. We ask that you please pre-register. Um, and it's, oh my gosh, it's going to be legendary. It's going to be such a good day. And, you, and you've got enough space for, because for, what happens if a thousand people show up? Well, I would like to manifest that. Um, but the <laughs> truth is that if a thousand people show up, we're going to be packed like sardines in the wedding tent that I rented. So... <laughs> Uh, but we'll figure it out, you know, we'll figure it out. There will also be a live stream for those who can't join in person. And if you just head to dirtfish.com, regular old dirtfish.com, uh, you'll see the live stream front and center. And go to the live stream. If, if you can't fly there, if it's not enough time, cause it already is the 19th, but, uh, it's and this is coming up real quick. So I hope that everybody uh, will at least, uh, check it out and, and see it and, Josie, I got to tell you, I have enjoyed this conversation thoroughly. I hope you have. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. This has really, really been fun. 
Well, and you can go right now to YouTube and you can find us right there and it'll be, so it's already, you it's already, fast. huh? You work fast. Yes, we do. And uh, so on YouTube, Positive Talk Radio on YouTube, and it's it, it, it's right there. And I want to thank you again for, for doing this. And before we go, I got just um, about three minutes. I want you to be able to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know about about the dirtfish or yourself or or the folks that they're there or anything anything you'd like if there's one thing that i'm gonna say it's gonna be of course from the women in motorsport angle um and the message that i want people to hear is just that there's space for you um no matter the capacity no matter the level no matter the experience um there's space for you in the motorsport world, even if you're just wanting to try out spectating. Um, this is the most welcoming community in the world. And, you know, I, I'm, I, everyone here at Dirtfish, we're all working on eradicating the question about whether girls can do this too. So um, we'll be here in Snoqualmie whenever you want to visit. Is that even a thing anymore? I mean, it, it is abs actually, you know, 2024. We should be getting past this gender thing, especially where I now I understand if you're going to play football and you're going to be a, like an offensive guard and you need to be 320 pounds. There are a whole lot of women that are six foot five and weigh 320 pounds. But if you can do this because of just who you are and and you and I would think you actually have an advantage because most women weigh less than men. But that's just me. Um, but we're working on it. It's a bigger, it's a bigger, more integrated, uh, uh, shift than that, unfortunately, but we're making progress. Well, and I wish you all the very best and you'll have to come back and, and, and after the event and let us know how it went and, uh, and we can talk about it then. Is that, would that be all right? Sounds perfect. Thank you so much for having me on. This has really been great. And the next time I, I want to talk to your papa because he is the guy who did all of this. He's got like a three billion jobs or whatever, and uh, he he works really hard. But yeah. uh, he definitely never sleeps. That's for sure. <laughs> and apparently neither do you. So well, and, and, <laughs> and by the way, have have a great have a great show. Thank you. Good luck with your surgery, and I know it's going to go just the way you need it to go. It will definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Go again to drive.dirtfish.com. Find out all you need to know and then go up there. Snoqualmie, I've got to tell you, if you're not from the Northwest, Snoqualmie is a gorgeous place to go visit. Yes. Yeah. And and stay at the Salish Lodge. Have one of their premier breakfasts. Uh, it's, it's just phenomenal. So in any event, thank you so much for being here. And uh, you're listening to Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald. We are a production of KMmedia.pro, a full-service media company. Whether it is audio, video, shorts, or longer pieces, we're able to take each project from beginning to final product within your time frame and on budget. Visit KMmedia.pro for more details about us and to get started on your project. We also would like to thank the Brushwood Media Network for all their support. Go to BrushwoodMediaNetwork.com to find out more about them and the quality shows featured on the network until then we'll see you next time my name again is kevin mcdonald and please remember 
be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. <laughs>